We got villains powering up, and we got the number one hero trying to be the number one dad. Let's talk about it as we discuss Season 5, Part 2 of My Hero Academia, this week on Shonen and Suds. Cody! My voice cracked. How you doing, bud? <laughs> I'm doing good, bud. How are you? I'm good, man. Can't complain. We're coming in a little late here on Thursday. You know, we're recording. It's the midnight shift here on Shonen and Suds. I had locals tonight. So, uh, you know, we went and jammed some cards. But, Cody, I'm great. We're here. Um, back with more wonderful My Hero Academia. Um, as, you know, as expected, the second half was definitely the better half because we're getting more story and we get to see some old faces um, you know, some denim, some denim covered faces at that. Oh yeah. He makes a return here. One lung, one, oh, one yeah. lung best genus shows That's back. That's the guy. Absolutely. I cannot wait to, to dive in, man. This is, uh, is, this is good. Like this is good stuff. But, um, but other than that, man, you know, I'm also really hyped for the, uh, for the My Hero movie tickets in hand. I got my 655 PM showing English dubbed, of course, because like, Cody, it's not that I don't want to watch it in subtitles. It's, I'm at the movies. I don't want to fucking read. I want to be able to, like, watch. Because, like, just from the trailer, the animation looks awesome. I want to watch the movie, not have to read it. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I want to get me a nice scoop of popcorn, you know, and not have yes. to look at the bottom of the screen. You know? Yeah, I don't, want, like, my, I don't want my phone to fall out of my pocket. I'm like, oh, shit. And all of a sudden, I miss, like, critical lines in the show. Right. Yeah, no, I'm definitely going to see it dubbed as well. You're going tomorrow night, right? Tomorrow night. Yeah, can't I, wait. I think I'm going to second that. That way we can uh, we can we can chatter back and forth about it without having to like spoil it for one another. Absolutely, and I um, you know, I'm actually taking the half day of work so I can get good and schnockered before I go. So it's going to be great. Oh, love that! You're not gonna you're not gonna buy the ten dollar Long Island at the movie theater, Chris. That's what. That's... No, no, not not today. I will probably buy the 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 eight dollar Tall Boy Corona when I get there. Love that, yeah. Unfortunately, you know, they Cody. unfortunately they won't have limes, Chris. But ooh, man, I'm gonna have to bring my. You know, we don't sneak candy or popcorn in the theaters. We sneak lime wedges. Just a whole That's lime with do. like a little cutting board. <laughs> <laughs> Just cut it on the arm of the chair. Will you hold this for me. <laughs> I love it. Bring out the old Swiss Army knife. I knew I carried one of those for a reason. That's I don't I mean. carry one. I don't. Even, I have one somewhere, but I don't know where. Oh yeah, our grandpas but, gave us one long ago. You know. That's right. That's right. Long before we even knew what a knife was, our grandpa gave us one. But um, but also Cody, our grandpa's giving us some good stuff this week. And before we dive in, you know, I'm doing all this talking. I'm going a mile a minute. I am parched. So Cody, I know you are too, and I know you're a couple in already. But we got to know what you're drinking. All right, Chris. Well, the time has come. I dodged it as long as I possibly could. I have the Bud Light Seltzer. Is it the the Fall Flannel Pack here? Um, now, to be fair, to 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 put an asterisk next to this, I tried to get it. It's not available here in Richmond, as far as I could see. And we we checked stores. Nothing. There's it wasn't here. I, either either it's just the novelty has made it so popular that it's just selling out everywhere. Or it's just not available here yet. I know you live like you live right there at the base of the waterfall. You're right there. They they basically delivered it to your door. Oh yeah, pretty much. Um, these things are everywhere. They're they are selling pretty popularly. Um, yeah. I don't know why. There's nothing good about it. It's uh, the, it's got to be the novelty of it. Like oh, pumpkin seltzer. Why not? Yeah, which we saw the same thing with like the ugly sweater pack. Um, 
last yeah. la- like last holiday season. Um, but mm-hmm. I'll just talk about some of these flavors we got. So we have pumpkin spice, maple pear, apple crisp, and toasted marshmallow. Um, all sound horrible. Oh, maybe yeah. ma- I, I, maple pear and apple crisp, maybe. Um, Th- those are going to be your redeem redemption flavor. So are you going to like save those for last or? Well, it, this is what I decided to do. So I was going to go pumpkin if you got the pack and we were just okay. double pumpkin. Um, oh, not the old double pumpkin. <laughs> but instead, since you couldn't find it, I went ahead and just, I was like, you know what? I'm going to open the box and whatever is on that side. You know how like a seltzer party pack, they'll, they'll do yep. three flavors. I was like, I'm just going to risk it. Um, but we got a safe one. We got apple crisp. Okay. Well, let us know it, how is it, sir. It tastes like a an apple cider with a with a lot of TV static. That's pretty much it. Oh it, man! It's, so this one sounds really safe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely bearable. Um, it's very cidery. Like the aftertaste is super cidery. Uh, pretty sweet. Um, not too bad. Uh, Good. definitely definitely better. It's got to be better than the pumpkin spice. I hate pumpkins, dude. So. I'm not. I don't like carving pumpkins. We've talked about this before. I don't like. <laughs> I, I am not a fan. Jack o' lantern, more like fuck a lantern. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, but that's what I'm ingesting today is this uh, <laughs> this apple crisp. I've also had plenty of vodka sprites. Um, oh, nice. We're, we're obviously obey say- your thirst. Yeah, we're saying goodbye to the to the Smirnoff red, white, and blue vodka. Unfortunately. Um, uh, Summer's coming to a close, and they're going to start taking that off the shelves. Uh, so I went ahead and grabbed a bottle before it was too late. There it is. Um, but what about you, Chris? On One this, last ride. On this late-night edition of Shonen Insides, what are you having? Well, you know, even though I couldn't get the flannel party pack, I still stayed on theme and got a Bud Light Seltzer pack. Um, you know, I heard how much you enjoyed them, so I got the the Bud Light Seltzer Lemonades, and I am drinking the Peach Lemonade. And, Cody, I fucking love this. Yeah, I think the peach is my favorite, honestly. Out of that it pack. is delicious. Yeah, the peach is a, that's a sleeper hit, honestly. Um, Dude, that whole that, honestly, I've had one of each, um, and I like them all. Um, I think the lemonade, the regular ass lemonade, is probably the weakest, just because it's the most boring. But if that's the weakest, then like that's better than a lot of the other lemonades and shit that I've had. Like this, you know, people like the shit on you know AB and Bud Light, but that whole pack like. The black cherry's good. The strawberry was surprisingly good. Uh, I think the peach is out of this world. Yeah, the whole head is the whole. Excuse me, the whole like pack is just complete hits. Honestly, yeah, Uh, absolutely. Like I can just reach in the box and grab whatever. I don't care. I'm drinking it. That that's what I did. That's how I got the peach. I I I drank I drank the one row of each, and then I just kind of scattered the box inside. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna fucking pull out what I pull out and. Yeah, like the, the flannel pack, I opened it and, like, prayed that it wasn't the pumpkin up front. <laughs> I'm just going to put the pumpkin on the fridge door next to, like, the relish. <laughs> yeah, like, it is, uh, I, I, I don't want any part of that, but eventually we'll get to that, of course. And, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, Chris, I actually got a little bit of news this week as well. Oh, um, talk to me, Goose. I saw an email today from Square Enix. Uh, obviously, we're big Final Fantasy nerds, right? Oh, yeah. Um, but this was actually about the Tomb Raider 25th anniversary. And it seems that Tomb Raider is actually getting its own animated series on Netflix. No shit. Yeah, which I know like a few years back, I went back and tried to replay some of the old, old Tomb Raider games. Oh, they're almost unplayable. What a mistake that was, dude. It is (laughs) the worst controls of all time. Um, Just horrible. Uh, I don't know how I played those games when I was a kid, but Mm -hmm. we made it through and here we are today at the 25th anniversary. It's crazy to 
to think that it's been around that long. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's getting its own anime. It says anime original on Netflix, so I imagine it'll be yeah. somewhere along the lines of like, you know, maybe not as good as Castlevania, of course, but it'll, maybe we'll get that animation quality. Maybe if we can get if Tomb Raider can even be half as good as Castlevania, I think it'll be a hit. Or as long as it's just better than the Dota anime. I think yeah, we're, we're in. I agree. Um, I agree. Yeah, maybe a potential vote uh, down the road whenever that does come out. So mm-hmm. that's pretty much all I got for news. Obviously, we got the My Hero movie releasing tomorrow, or maybe oh, even can't tonight. Fucking wait. Maybe even tonight and if you got some good theaters around you. I you know. think I think it's actually sitting on a sixty-three on Rotten Tomatoes. It's sitting uh, pretty fresh there, sir. There's no splat for the My Hero Academia. No splat. That's, that's yeah. No that's a good splat. Sign. We are we are certified fresh, sir. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully, oh. hopefully we can stay that way. Hopefully, we'll, I imagine it's going to be good. We're going to get to watch the boys beat up Osmosis Jones on the big screen. Yep, it looks good. And in this half of the season five, we'll touch on one of the episodes that's kind of the uh, the bridge episode. So when we get to that, when we talk about that episode, we'll say, you know, honestly, before you go to the movie, just sit down for thirty minutes, watch this episode, and it'll take you. You know, it's funny because my wife's going with me to see it, and um, she actually watched the episode with me. Um, so she'll she knows. What's, uh, you know, she has an idea of the direction we're going. So, Chris, I, I actually forgot that there was even an episode that goes into the movie. Yeah. I didn't even know. And it's the, it's the one with Froppy, right? Yep. The, Cassidy. the, where they, where they help out, uh, Selkie and there's like the drug bust on the ocean. Really? That goes into that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Cause there's an I, after credit scene where it shows Osmosis Jones and they say something like, uh, uh, the shipment's been stopped or something. And he's like, well, you know, proceed with the plan. It, it's basically just like a throwaway. It's like shows him like half of his face, like the bottom half. But you know it's him. So Okay, so I fucked up and I skipped the ending credit scene on that episode, apparently. Yeah, so honestly, just before you go tomorrow, just go back and watch that episode again. Oh, yeah, I'll definitely at least, I'll at least go back and check out the, the, the post-credits. Honestly, yep. I was kind of skipping the post-credits this time around. Um, mm, there were only a couple, honestly. There wasn't a whole lot to, to soak in on this one. Cause yeah, like I watched... All the action happened credits to credits, that's for sure. Yeah, that's how I felt, too. And I felt like in the first half, like the first couple episodes kind of mattered with the post-credits with, like, Hawks and Endeavor and, and yeah. Dobby and all that stuff. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I kinda, I was, I've been slacking on the, uh, on the post-credit scene. And most of that has to deal with Chris, I'm going to go on my rant real quick. Go, oh, please do. Before we get to our uh, to our meat and potatoes of this podcast, but we got to talk about this Funimation app, dude. Oh boy, Chris, this oh, is boy. the worst streaming app in the history of the world. God's know, green earth. Like it is so bad, and it, and Funimation, like, <clears throat> like Funimation has the money. Like they are like they're under Sony. Sony just bought Crunchyroll. They have all the money in the world. And there's just no excuse for how bad this app is. Across all mm-hmm. platforms, I don't care if you're watching on your PlayStation, your Roku, it doesn't matter. This app is cons- just always consistently cheeks, Chris. Just pure ass cheeks. <laughs> like Pure duty butt. Oh, I hate it. Dude, I remember when I watched the first episode of this season, I was like, did Funimation change? This is on the PS4, okay? Mm-hmm. There was like a skip intro button. Which obviously the first episode I at least want to hear the intro, but I was like, oh, that's yeah. cool. And I skip intro button, and it showed like where you could skip to, where like it would skip off. You know how like at the end of the episode, that scene will kind of show at the beginning of the episode before the intro yeah. plays. It you, there were sections where you could skip to like where the intro starts, skip to after the intro. Like 
Mm-hmm. You could skip the post credit scene or skip the uh, the ending credits and go straight to the post credit scene. Like I was, I was like impressed. I was like, wow, this is like a new Funimation. Then you get to episode two and the app crashes like four or five times. I'm like, okay. Oh no. And there's no, uh, you can't turn on subtitles now. Apparently, that like went away, uh, which is just all bugs on the app. Um, which I like having subtitles on no matter what. So that's and just, that's fair. That's just how I am. But like the app, dude, it just crashes all the time. It never remembers where your episodes are at. Like if you leave off in the middle of an episode and say you like go do something, I don't know, and then you come back home and go to check. No, you're still at the same episode. Like when I go to my Funimation app, it says I'm still on episode 90 of My Hero Academia. Like I have to consi- I have to go into the details and go to the episode. I can't just pick up right where I oh. left off, dude. It is. Just the worst app, and like, Chris, I used to just watch anime illegally, like, <laughs> like back in the day before, like, probably even before Netflix, like, I was just watching on, like, watch cartoons online, or like, Nine Anime, or Kiss Anime, like, one of, like, you know, the the, the old school anime free websites were like, yeah, you got ads for hot singles in your area on the side. Hell yeah. <laughs> and like, it's sad that those ones that we didn't pay anything for worked better than these apps that we actually pay for dude that that's capitalism at at its finest my friend like it is just embarrassing like the quality of funimation dips constantly sometimes your subtitles won't be caught up if you're watching and subbed like i i have nothing good to say about the funimation app but after after using my playstation 4 my playstation 5 my pc and my phone i finally made it through this season of my hero academia and uh yeah just, well, just, I'm proud that you made it to the to the finish line, sir, dude, to the promised land. Like this app is just I cannot believe that they're like the they're like the big anime site too. Like they're the one that does all the dubbing, like Funimation runs shit. Like when we go see the movie tomorrow, we're gonna get a nice big old Funimation ad that shows at the very beginning, like Yep. With the with the womp, you know. Yeah, it's just it's just hard to believe that it's gotten so bad. And it's been this bad. Ugh. I've had a Funimation account since 2016, mm-hmm. and it, and these issues have been there the entire time. Like, Brutal. it's it's not the internet that I have. Like, I know who the culprit is. It's the app, and just unfortunate to see like how poor this app is. Like, I don't that's know. sad. Very sad. But enough of my rant. Funimation is dog shit. Um, if you guys want to read about it, there's, like, even as I look at the Funimation Reddit, dude, it's just complaints every day about, like, different, like, bugs and problems that people have. And they're like, like, this guy's right here. Why am I paying for premium? He's locked out of English. He can't even watch anything in English. Look at that, dude. Pain. You gotta Chris. love it. Just pain, Chris. But enough about Funimation. Let's talk about some My Hero Academia. Yes, indeed. From Funimation to good animation. So, yeah, we, this picks up... Uh, basically, so we're, we're, the big takeaways from this half of the season are we have the big three kids, uh, Bakugo, Deku, and Todoroki. They're basically training under Endeavor, which we got to hear about at the end of the first half. And we're getting to see, like, really how deep behind enemy lines Hawks is. Like, Hawks is, dude, he's fucking in the shit. He is elbow deep in whatever the villains got going on. Um, and right off the bat, we, we get to see a, um, a, I want to say it starts with a phone conversation with, uh, with Dobby and Hawks. Um, 
trying to get my bearings right because I know I know I think this it, I can't remember if it starts with Dobby and Hawks or if it starts with uh, Deku at home on New Year's with his ma. I think those both happen actually. Um, yeah, um, but okay. anyway, but like Dobby basically. He's still very unsure about Hawks, um, especially the way the whole thing with Endeavor went, went down. Um, you know, Do- Dobby's not stupid, um, and he, he doesn't completely trust Hawks yet, so he basically gives him another assignment, and this assignment is to, you know, we're going to need you... Basically, he's going to need him to, like, kill a hero, and I was like, oh, shit, because, like, that's, like, the ultimate test, right? Like, you've got somebody who's in deep cover. That's the only way you prove yourself, right? you got to kill one of your own. Yeah. Yeah, and he actually, this is the episode where he goes and visits uh, Best Genus as well, right? Yes, yes, and that's what happens. But also, but before this, um, because Dobby's so suspicious, you know, Hawk speaks with his uh, his contacts back at whatever the, um, whatever, like, the, the FBI or they have, whatever spook organization they have, basically tells them, it's like, hey, moving forward, we need to speak in code. They're, they're a little suspicious, but I need, I can fix that. But um, basically, tell, they got to speak in code from here on out. And then, Cody, like you said, Hawk goes to visit a face we haven't seen since fucking season two? Season three, maybe? Ever since the one-for-all fight. Yeah, where all-for-one just fucking murks him. Basically, uh, rips. he basically lost a lung in his fight with... Uh, well, I mean, it wasn't really much of a fight, but he definitely, you know... He got injured protecting everybody, so which is I mean, because at the time he was the number four hero, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I believe, but I believe so. Yeah, number four. Yeah, but uh, but he's alive, you know. And of course, you know, Hawk. They're they're talking. It's good. It's good to see Best Genus up and moving. I mean, just full denim the fuck out. But they they do have a talk, like you know, about why he didn't go to Recovery Girl, um, and basically, and we kind of find out a little bit about Recovery Girl's kind of low key that. If you've lost something, like, he's lost an organ. He he doesn't have a lung anymore. She can't basically grow a new lung for him. So. Yeah, so he's just repping one lung. Yeah, yeah. Old, old one lung genus. But, um, but you know, he's, um, you know, he'll go ahead and uh, return uh, to work. But we get, like, a really crazy scene here. Like, he's talking, and you see Hawk standing behind him with, like, a sword. And you're just like, oh, no. Right. You think he might be the one that, that gets the axe here. Which which leads into remember in the Christmas episode we Bakugo had the little tablet where it said best genus still missing because I forgot to say this is all taking place kind of a few weeks ago because a lot of this stuff is happening holiday weekend uh, actually let me say this this is all happening this whole season takes place from like October through like New Year's and it kind of bounces back and forth yeah which honestly the first season did a little bit too because like we saw that scene yeah. with uh, Shigaraki where he's like going crazy and they're talking about this incident at this city and like we're like yep i don't know what's going on here but then we kind of like fast forward and then we rewind back um but yeah right on the the christmas episode bakugo was wondering where he's going to go for like his next work study because best genus has since been missing Mm -hmm. um ever since the fight with uh all for one exactly and then uh we kind of get we we get led up for a minute here because we go from the heroes over to deku at his mom's house and you know, they're just hanging out on New Year's Eve and like mom's just constantly crying because I don't know, she's just so proud of her boy, Cody. Yeah, well she watched him grow up and like idolize All Might and now he's you know, he's, he's growing into becoming his own him. hero, yeah. And then he reads her the letter that Ari wrote for him. Oh, it was so cute. <laughs> 
And then like she starts crying and then he starts crying. And like you get the, the comedy moment where like their tears like fucking flood him out of the room. Oh yeah. So Yeah, a fun but, little lighthearted moment before we kind of take a turn for the serious stuff. Exactly, because the next day they're they're heading off to or Deku and Todoroki and Bakugo are heading off to go um work study under Endeavor. But Cody, this is where we get something cool. So we see basically the hideout of the it's not it I don't want to jump ahead. It's not the Meta Liberation Army, but this is where like the villains are, where like Hawks is working out of, and he's approached by a a hero that we had just seen a couple episodes ago. Some some uh, some jobber named Slide and Go. He's basically the uh he's basically the repo man of the fucking uh <laughs> Or the uh, the fucking uh, Brooklyn brawler of this outfit. Yeah, Just he... total fucking jobber. But <laughs> what concerned me here, Cody, is I was like, this guy's a hero. Why the fuck is he hanging out with these people? Because we also see, um, we do see a villain that we had seen briefly in the first half of the season on a laptop, like, talking. Basically telling Hawks, is like, D- you can't just really go wherever you want to anymore. Like, we're watching you. Yeah, he he gives me like he almost looks like a like a great value version of Aizawa. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes. who is this guy wearing all black, <laughs> long black Mom, hair? Mom, can we stop and get Aizawa? We have Aizawa at home. <laughs> yeah, it's this guy. Uh, <laughs> um, exactly. But yeah, there's definitely like a like these guys. I believe are technically supposed to be heroes, but there's mm-hmm. there's definitely like a darker tone. Like it seems like they're on. They're not. It seems like they're kind of being like an anti-hero. At best, yeah, there, there's at something best. up here. Think that whatever's happening at this mansion, it is bigger than what it seems. And then Cody, we're immediately going back to uh, the 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 kids get off the bus. They meet up and they are greeted by Endeavor, who you know ever since I don't know, ever since he got his ass fucking handed to him by this Nomu, he's been a lot more lighthearted. Obviously, he's trying to be a better father, right? And mm-hmm. You know, he kind of greets the kids like, hey, you know, like, welcome. You know, it's so it, it's kind of cool. And, um, of course, like, Todoroki's still a little cold. Bakugo's just like, dude, why are you being so fucking cringy? You know what I mean? Yeah, and, of Bak- course, Deku's just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Yeah, he's just fangirling. Uh, and they pretty much immediately get into, like, a a villain chase. They got some... I, I don't even remember the name of this villain, but he can, like, control... Oh, he's just a fucking throwaway. This dude who can, like... uh. This dude who can uh, basically manipulate glass. Yeah, doesn't so. matter. He lasts about three minutes. And uh, basically the boys are chasing him, Endeavor's chasing him, and Hawks mm-hmm. also shows up at this point. And they capture yeah, Hawks the... is kind of just hanging out. Yeah, they capture the villain. Um, I want to say this is where Endeavor kind of gives the boys the line where, like... The challenge. He gives them the fucking... He gives them the, the, the challenge of the winter time. It's like, if you can catch a villain before me, before the winter's up... And I think this is also the fight too, Cody, where like he starts to tell them like, cause Endeavor, like they're like all, this is like the first time they've seen him really operate up close, how quickly he can like turn on a fucking dime, how fast he is, just how like, this is like the first time you really see why Endeavor was the number two before now becoming the number one. Like Endeavor fucks, dude, this guy's good. Yeah, and you can see that, like, Todoroki and Bakugo are kind of taking notes, and he's kind of trying to explain, like, how he's using... I want to say it's, like, his flash fire fist, or... Yep. One of his cool little abilities that he used to kind of, like, gain speed, basically. Um, But, yeah, he he gives the boys the challenge, and then um, Hawks also kind of... This is where Hawks 
brings up the book. And it's this yeah, movie. such a cool like mystery movie moment where like he's talking about the the meta liberation war, which is like this this book is basically a manifesto for this uh this cult of personality uh based on uh um, not CM Punk but based on this guy named Destro. Um, the I, I can go into it here. Basically, this whole this whole manifesto is about liberating people's quirks being people being allowed to use them freely. Um, so there's this whole meta movement, basically hence meta liberation. They want people to be able to use their quirks freely. And it, it's exactly what it is. It's a fucking cult. So, mm-hmm. but, yeah. but now that Hawks is being watched by our, our dime store, Aizawa, like he's having to, like, he's trying to tell Endeavor something about this book. Like he gives him a copy of the book and he's just like, he's like, you know, like looking at him, like handing him the book. And he's like, you should read the second part. You know what I mean? Like, like, and he's just like, come on, dude, I know you're not this fucking dense. Like you've got to get what I'm saying. Yeah. He's like, read the highlighted parts, especially the second part. Yeah. I and highlighted he, some parts for you. Read them. And he also gives the three copies of the books um, to yeah. the boys as well. Just, you know, just and in case Endeavor is too stupid, you know, maybe exactly. They, and, maybe and they they're like, Oh wow. Out. You love, you love this book. And you know, he's like, I'm just out here trying to spread the good word, man. Yeah. And, uh, I want to say at the end of this episode, Endeavor, like they go back to his agency and like get to meet some of the sidekicks and all he, of his pocket. Okay, I love, I love the 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 banter between Bakugo and uh, the girl. What's her name? Burnin, I think is her name. Yeah, like the green like fire. Yeah, Burnin and the flaming sidekickers, dude. What a fucking name! I love them. Yeah, but uh, Endeavor kind of goes to his own like room, and <laughs> dude, I swear it takes him like a good episode at least before he actually mm-hmm. like looks at the book, realizes that like the second is it the second letter. Of every highlighted section, it's it's the uh, it's the second word in each part. The second word in each highlighted section forms a sentence, and the sentence is uh, they number over a hundred thousand in four months to action. So, basically, this group that Hawks is in, which we'll get we'll get into more of them in a little bit here. They they they've got their their time that they're going to strike. They uh they they've got the pieces in place, and in four months they're going to come basically try this gigantic coup yep and hawks has warned him and obviously he's kind of playing both sides of the fence here yep. um but basically endeavor like knows that like uh he has to like really take this work study seriously because the hero public safety commission that's the name of the oh like, yeah the, like the, the spooks FB. that are doing yeah. all the work out yeah. there yeah uh but basically they were like make sure you take they were kind of you know, kind of egging him on without telling him anything. They're basically like, make sure you take this work study like very seriously. Like, yep, no joke. And obviously, it's to prepare for this. Uh, yep, and that can kind of segue us into the next episode because really the first half of this is us seeing who these people are, kind of running the show where Hawks is out because he got uh, he again he's he's a little bit more locked down, so he's kind of going where he's told. He pops into this conference room, and who do we see sitting at the table? We see our man fucking twice. And we see uh, Himiko. So we're like, oh shit, well here we go. This is the League of Villains. How, how th- We knew they'd pop up sometime. And they kind of talk about, they, they talk about like the plan a little bit where you, they have like the, well of course fucking Spinner's there, so whatever. Um, 
And that's when they talk about in four months, everybody, they're going to destroy everything. And you see the map of like Japan where you can definitely clearly see where they've got agents and everything spread out. So this is where we, uh, so basically what we were able to decipher in the last episode, they just kind of tell us in this episode. Yeah. We basically get to see that like, they're just trying to put together this giant army to kind of overthrow like what current society has like grown to become, I guess. Like, basically, they just want to make orcs, like, freedom. Like, cork freedom, I guess, yep. is a, and, a rough way to put it. But and, and also, too, speaking of which, I know initially when the kids got there, Endeavor was like, well, I'm not I'm not going to look after you all. Like, I need y'all. Like, basically, basically needs them to man up and be on their own. Like, so Hawks doesn't have to, or so Endeavor doesn't really have to babysit them, essentially. But after he deciphers this whole thing, the thing that Hawks gave him, he's like, I'll be looking after you. He kind of changes his tune. Um, yeah, because at and, first um, it seemed like he was just going to watch over Todoroki. Exactly. Kind of leave Deku and Kachan to the to the sidekicks. Yeah. Um, but now the, the fucking flaming sidekickers. <laughs> but yeah, so now he he's taking them under his wing and. Um, yeah, and I love the I love the scene here where like he he kind of starts like the Mister Miyagi stuff like well what do you want to do and of course, you know. I want to say Todoroki. Uh, I forget who goes first. I think Baku go. No, Deku goes first, and just of course doing his endless muttering, like, "Well, I want to do this, but I can only do this at twenty percent. But then when I can do this, and I try this, and I do, you know, he just keeps going on and on. Of course, Baku goes like, "Dude, shut the fuck up." Yeah, but it, and, I think, and, and then, I think it's cool that like after all of his muttering and stuff, like Endeavor's like, "Okay, so you want to learn this ability and like do this? Yeah, you like, want to be able to do both of these at the same time and kind of switch them off and on whenever you want to." And Deku's like, "Oh my god, yes!" And Endeavor's like, "Cool, we'll work on that." Bakugo, what do you want to do? And uh, I think uh, well, I forgot what Bakugo. Um, da, 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 da. I think he just wants to become stronger. Like, yeah, not really. Yeah, well, he, well, he states he's been able to do whatever. Oh, okay, so basically, he says with his power, he's always been able to do what he wants to do. But he just wants to get better so he can become the number one hero. Straightforward. Yep, and then of course Todoroki, obviously he wants to learn. Like he mastered his ice side of himself, and he kind of wants to finally learn the fire side from his father. Um, But he does make a confession. He's like, I'm basically here. You know, we kind of have a... I still, I'm, I'm still very uneasy of you, which we, we've known already from when they were over at dinner. He basically tells him, like, I'm really just here to use you for your knowledge. You know, I'm not here. Because he, I want to say, I don't remember if he says it here or he said it before. He's like, Endeavor is awesome. Endeavor's an awesome hero. He's great. But when I was watching with my mom, I always wanted to be All Might. That's who I admired. But Endeavor's great. I'm here to use Endeavor. Not you. Yeah, and he mentions so, that, like, if you want to be my father, like, I'm going to have to see your actions or something something yep. along those lines. Um, and obviously, of course, our boy Hawks sets his own little goal for himself, saying that the villains will not succeed. And, yep. you know, he, he, he's he's staying positive, at least. Um, but... Yep, and then we get a cool... So then they kind of do their little their little internship, their first mission, where, like, he basically tells him, like, we're going to break this down into three parts, uh, rescue, evacuation, and fighting, but we're going to fucking do all three. We're not, we're not going to focus on one. We're going to focus on all three. Um, and we actually get a really cool uh, scene here with them uh, hunting down villains, but of course, Endeavor fucking beats them to the punch every single time. And this is where they're also still 
very in awe of what Endeavor can do. But Endeavor's also telling was Bakugo's like making excuses like, oh, it's the wintertime. My power's not good in the wintertime. And, you know, they're all kind of making excuses, but like Endeavor's still pushing them. So like the training part, I think, is really, really cool here. Yeah, and it's cool to see like these three getting to actually like work together and not just be like mm -hmm. arch rivals, you know. Um, and we'll get to some more of their training here in a couple episodes. But Chris, now we get our first filler episode of this second half, um, which absolutely. I, I kind of feel bad because it seems like every episode with Asui, where she's like doing her own thing, they just slap filler on it, and it's kind of well. It's funny you say that, Cody, because not only is this the filler episode, this is the segue. This is the this is the bridge episode to the movie. So, like, how is this a filler? I feel like this is important. Yeah, at least well, the ending credit scene, which I skipped, but <laughs> well, really, the only thing you need to know from here, like I, I do enjoy seeing like um, Ryuku um, and Ochako. Um, I like see, I like that group. Um, and their work. I forget her name from the big three. Um, Nejire. Yeah, Nejire. Like I like their little dynamic, and then of course Asui being able to work with um Selkie again, which of course they're made for each other. Um. But really the thing here, like I said, this is what leads into the movie. Um, so there's basically a, a, um, a drug smuggling thing. There, this thing called Trigger, which it, I want to say Trigger is what's come of the their bullets, their quirk bullets. The Shiei so, Hasaikai, which I think we Shie saw. Shiei I believe we saw a person, one of the villains, take this, like the metal guy. Yes. Yeah, Excuse this me. is one the one of, in one of the training episodes that um where it was like Fagum and Kirishima were fighting him. Uh, yes, yeah, and also Endeavor in the training got one of these guys too. Mm -hmm. Yep. So basically, they're they're hunting down this tanker that's got a shipment of this drugs. Um, and that's really all this is. It's just them trying to get um you know stop this smoke this this shipment from getting where it needs to go there's a plane chase ochaku gets to use her gun uh her gunhead martial arts again um but the really thing that only matters here is they um they after after they stop the shipment um they cut to a scene with a um basically a um uh, just a guy it's the it's the vil osmosis jones it's the villain from the movie um Basically, somebody informs him that the cargo delivery has been disrupted, and he's like, "That's okay. We we already have what we need for the plan. It's time for you know to prepare for the salvation of humanity." So Ooh. that right there leads us in to world mission. So again, I recommend just checking out at least the last half of that movie or that episode before going to see the movie. So. Yeah, and you can you can definitely safely watch episode was it one oh four is what it is. Yes. Um you can absolutely. safely watch this without seeing anything else of this season. Yeah, um, other than just the chin of Osmosis Jones. Yeah. Um Um this I only have one little gripe about this episode. Like it's just your mm -hmm. typical Selkie Oswee's save mission. But it's when a Ochako's on the high seas. When Ochako's in the plane, I'm like, Well, you can just make anything float, so just make the plane float. Like the plane's crashing, like they're like, oh, pull up on the on the handle, you know, do this. I'm like, she can literally make anything float. Just tap the, you know, tap the walls of this plane and make it float, and then no problem, right? Yeah. But she's like, like it takes a while, and then like Ryukyu has to like inspire her. I'm like, girl, it, this is your only power. Like, Just make yeah, this, the this, damn you thing were, float. You were like, literally made for this moment. You can't do it. Uh... Yeah, I like got. 
don't know. It, it was just a throwaway episode, so it's whatever. Um, but yeah, Agreed. It, def- it definitely is the, the tie-in prologue for the, the World Heroes mission movie. So. Which is fine, because these next couple episodes, Cody, hit us with the real hard family drama. Um, these next couple episodes actually focus on Endeavor and his family. And I want to say this is the episode where basically Endeavor's daughter invites the kids over. Basically the, the three kids get to come to Endeavor's house for dinner. But I like, I want to say like he makes it seem like it's something major and then they all just show up at his front door and it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. My daughter wanted you all to come over for dinner or she wanted Shoto to come and she wanted to meet Shoto's friends. And I love how Bakugos keep, keep saying like, we're not friends. He's not my friend. Damn it. <laughs> Yeah, these are honestly, these next three episodes are probably my three favorite of the season entirely. Um, mm-hmm. Mostly just because we get some more insight into the Todoroki family, and then obviously uh, yep. episode 19, we'll get into that in here in a second. But uh, but yeah, they get a uh, Fiyumi, I believe, is Shoto's sister. Yep, uh, Fiyumi, Natsuo, and his brother, and... Um, uh... That's it for now. Toya is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we learn a little bit about Toya here, but yeah. So Toya, and then so this this is like kind of a tough dinner, right? Like, like Endeavor is trying so hard to be a good dad. Like they're talking about like the food, like all the kids love the food. Like Bakugo's even like man, like even he's kind of like man, that's really good. But then like he gives shit to Deku for like gushing all over everything, and he's like, stop being such a fucking dweeb. You're you're ruining the taste of my food. Um. And like they start the uh, Natsu and um, uh, Fuyumi start talking, and Endeavor's like, "I'd love to eat your cooking one day." Like he's really fucking trying, dude. Yeah, he's definitely trying. And Fuyumi seems to be the most um, like forgiving. Natsu. She wants them to be a family again so fucking bad. Yeah, because she obviously like you can see like the smile on her face like when when the family's together. Mm-hmm. But Natsuo was just not having it. Like Todoroki's kind of like on the fence, but he's more, like, negative, I would say, towards his father. But Natsuo was like, fuck this guy. Like, don't care. Don't care what you do. Like, you hurt mom. Yep. You hurt Toya. You hurt Todoroki. Oh. Like, And what's so funny is, like, there's a lot of really good body language in this episode. Like, I love how, like, like, it's such a subtle thing. Like you can like look and see how empathetic somebody like Bakugo is towards this situation. Cause like, like, cause we've never seen, like, I feel like Bakugo also comes from a broken home. Like we've never seen his dad. We've only seen mom, uh, mom Kugo. So, but like, I feel like Bakugo kind of understands this family dynamic more than anything else. And like, of course, like Deku wants them to talk and reconcile. And Bakugo is just like, he, he, it's like almost like he wants to say something, but then he just kind of starts helping with the dishes and things like that. Um, like, I don't know. There was, there was just some real subtle body language things in this episode that just really, really hit a lot of right notes. And um, so, again... Um, I want to say... No, go ahead. Have we seen... We've never seen Deku's father either at this point, right? We have not. Okay, we have so, not. So they're both kind of just... Just mama's boys at this point. Um, exactly. But yeah, but like... like they want to like help oh, out with like the dishes and stuff like that, and um, we kind of get like a little cool conversation between uh, Midoriya and Bakugo, where they're like, "Like, did you know like Todoroki's family was like this?" And Bakugo's like, "Yeah, you were talking so loud during the sports festival." <laughs> um, but it seems like he definitely wants to say more, and eventually uh, Deku kind of steps up 
and yeah. basically talks to Todoroki and uh, Fuyumi and basically tells Todoroki that, like, it seems like he's ready to forgive his dad. Um, yeah. But, I don't know. Natsu, Natsu, uh, Natsu is not. Oh, and, and um, no, sir. <laughs> and uh, so, basically, he leaves. And yep. we catch we catch a glimpse of just some random-ass... And this kind of segues into the next episode. We we catch a glimpse of somebody kind of like stalking outside of Endeavor's house. Um, but they all get in the car. They oh they get I want to say they get in a they get an emergency. Um, they have to leave because they get some the the flaming sidekickers fucking send them a. Uh... No 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 I'm sorry I was that was before that was before that's what they stopped the emergency thing and that's what got him over to dinner. Um, yeah, we see but, Natsuo, he leaves the house, and he's, like, walking, talking on the phone with somebody. And then we see, like, yep. this hooded villain, which I believe his name is Ending. I think yes. it's, like, his villain name. Um, but he's clearly, like, obsessed with Endeavor, and, like, he wants Endeavor to kill him. Like, I yep. guess Endeavor put him behind bars years ago, and now he's finally out. Uh, but now, Yeah, like, and then oh. also, too, in this episode, they talk a lot about their mother. Everything that happened to Shoto, his mother... Basically, how Endeavor kind of tortured this family, right? Like he's just a terrible, terrible father. Yeah, um, yeah like and they also mentioned Todoroki from the rest of the family. Like, exactly, made it really, really hard for him, and it just basically just bred this resentment inside of his son. And we also mentioned, I think this is the first time they've mentioned uh, Toya Todoroki, who is a, a, another child of Endeavor, who apparently is dead. Yeah, we see Endeavor like almost like praying to like a picture of him. And, uh, mm-hmm. like there's a lot of, uh, a lot of, um, I don't know, a lot of, a lot, a lot of guilt. There's a lot of guilt, a lot of emotion here. Um, yeah, and he wants, and he wants, he, he wishes Toya was there. Yeah. And then going into the next episode, uh, Fuyumi, uh, Todoroki's sister actually explains to Midoriya and Bakugo mm-hmm. that Natsu and Toya were like super close. Um, obviously yeah. they were like the, the older brothers of the, the group. I mm-hmm. believe they were the oldest. Um, yes, could be wrong, but, um, but basically like, Natsu... I think, I think Fuyumi's the oldest. Oh, really? Okay. But like, Natsu... I think she's the oldest cause Natsu was a college student or Toya might've been the oldest then Fuyumi, then Natsu and then to- Shoto. Yeah. We just know for sure. Shoto is the youngest. Um, yes. But basically Natsu was very close with Toya and he like blames Endeavor for his brother's death. Although yep. I don't think we get, do we get to see the actual death scene here? No, we do not. Yeah, not quite. Um, but, like, Endeavor and the trio, they all get back in, like, their car, and basically the car, like, this, the villain ending, he can control, like, painted lines on the road. Is that what he can Which control? is so fucking random. He he does something. It's like the weirdest fucking quirk, and he uses, like, the drug to, like, enhance his quirk so he can control more painted lines. I don't know, dude. But he basically yeah. is holding Natsuo hostage, and he's like using these lines <laughs> to like fuck up the car and like take. By some the way, I do hostage. love the banter between Bakugo and Endeavor's driver. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Like, it's beautiful. Bakugo really shows his ass in these couple episodes, and it's great. It's like number but... one hero can afford a bigger car. <laughs> yes, I fucking love it. Absolutely love it. And what's so great here? So. Obviously, you know, Endeavor immediately sees that Natsuo is a hostage and he fucking springs into action really fucking fast. Yeah. Like, it, Endeavor's it, not having any of it. And it seems like Ending just wants Endeavor just to kill him. He doesn't even care yeah. about Natsu. He doesn't care about any of it. But, like, 
when Endeavor gets close to Natsu, he like kind of hesitates and like stops, um, which upsets Ending, and then he like grabs some car, like some citizen cars, you know, tr- yep. to try and threaten. And of course, our three heroes they jump to action, and even dude, the- I love they jump out of the car, and the driver throws their costumes up in the air, and they put like I, I very very like Batman kind of moment, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, like Deku goes to take care of the citizens' cars. He fucking whips out his uh fucking his... black whip, baby. Yeah, he like masters black whip in a second, like like well, because because he, Ende- he's he's doing everything that like Endeavor taught him to do um the day before when they were training. Like you got to think about this, you got to do that. He's remembering back to what Endeavor was saying, yeah, and fucking masters it. Uh, yeah. Well, doesn't master it, but he can definitely control it. Yeah, he definitely manages to save these these civilians, and like Endeavor was really harping on like learning how to do multiple things at once, like. He talked about, like, how, like, people driving a car, like, they know to, like, press the gas and the brake, and they know to turn and, like, look around. Like, they're doing all these things, um, like, and just we using have their a moment. reflexes. Um, Absolutely. And, well, because there's also a moment, too, when uh, when Ending wants Endeavor to kill him. He's like, I'm just nothing. I'm like a Nomu man. Just kill me like you did them. And, like, Endeavor stops because he doesn't want to hurt Netsuo. Like, he just doesn't want anything bad to happen to his son. And that's when the kids spring to action. And, uh... Bakugo like goes. I want to say Bakugo goes after to grab Netsu. Yeah, because, and because Shoto like, comes in fucking hot. Yeah, because ending throws Natsu like holds him like in front of the train or something like that, and like Bakugo, yes. Bakugo continues like his. We get to see more of a hero side of Bakugo, kind of like we got to see in the like the class one A versus one B. Yep. Uh, and then Todoroki just goes to fucking lay the lay the wood on. Oh, old boy ending lays the smack down on that Rudy poo. And, and, uh, and well, well, I was gonna say they've all they all kind of demonstrated what they did because like Bakugo was able to like super quick like instant speed control the burst and use it to move faster. Burst again, move faster. Yeah, I want to say it's like Bakugo and Todoroki use the same like uh, like fire burst ability that Endeavor like kind of was teaching him a little bit. Yeah. Meanwhile, Deku gets to like use his black whip for, like the first real time. Um, yep. So it's kind of cool just to see that our our characters learning and like they pull this off and poor ending ending just wants to get killed and oh, they're like nah will. that ain't gonna happen sorry buddy. Yeah, but going back to the clink with you and I I love here at the moment when like Bakugo puts down Netsu and Endeavor just runs up and hugs them both. Yeah, you definitely know he's trying to he, dude he's trying to make amends for his past. And then Bakugo's like ugh get off me. Yeah, like why are you hugging me for? Um. But basically... then we get this really cool heartfelt moment with Endeavor and um with Endeavor and Natsuo here. This was a really this was a really like get you right in the feels kind of moment. Yeah, they're both like very emotional and Natsuo has still has no intention of forgiving his father, but Endeavor's like, "Hey, that's okay. I just want to atone for my past." Um Yep. And I want cuz I want to say too that like um you know, and Natsuo kind of lays into him some more. He's like like why do I need to change? Like what? Like he basically is just like, I don't know. Like it's, he basically says like, what, what could you possibly fucking do to atone? And then that's when he starts mentioning like his sister, like, you know, like you have changed. Do you show up to these dinners? Like everybody else, like there's a part of you that wants, that wants everything to be normal too. So. And like, and also too, like, in uh, in endings, like upset seeing Endeavor not being like the cold-hearted killer, um, that he wants him to be. Yeah, which I mean, that's what we saw from Endeavor. Maybe not 
killer as much, but like Endeavor was very like stern and like kind of just a dickhead, honestly. Yeah. Before the Nomu fight, after the Nomu fight, it seems like he's kind of turned a new leaf. Um, Absolutely. You, yeah, I can definitely like. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I can definitely understand where Natsu and Shoto are coming from, because obviously mm-hmm. we've seen like what Endeavor did to their mom and to Shoto and yada yada yada, but. He's definitely trying to turn over a new leaf. Um, yeah, leaf. and then th- this episode kind of comes to a close where, um, so like, I love that like Bakugo's like, uh, Deku, did you save the people? Shoto, did you get the bad guy? Like basically calling the shots. And he's like, Endeavor, guess what we did? We caught the villain before you did this winter. So that's right. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. G.W. Bush style. Right. And, uh, then they have this thing uh, where um, I want to say Natsuo like thanks them and they tell everybody like their hero's name, but like uh, he wants to add, know Bakugo's hero hero's name and Bakugo has a hero name. He just doesn't want to fucking say it. Chris, I don't know anything about this anime outside of the anime that we've been watching. Um, maybe, yeah. that, maybe I worded that poorly. Well, he's uh, he's never said his hero. I don't know name. about he's, like, like the only one. You know, I've not I've never read the manga, but like if his name mm. doesn't end up being Kachan, I'm going to uh, be severely upset. Like. Yeah, it has to, right? It, I, there's got to be, a, a, there's there's definitely a level of respect for him and Deku. Like, Bakugo will never admit it. Will never fucking admit it. But you know it's there, especially after the second movie. Yeah, like, it's it's got to be. Like, it's just got to be. If it's, like, mm-hmm. ends up being, like, Flame Boy, this will go down as my least favorite anime of all time. Yes, I'm, I'm they just better not be that Explosion guy. murder guy, or whatever the fuck you wanted to <laughs> name. Explosion murder death guy. <laughs> yeah, whatever he wanted to name himself. <laughs> Um, uh, but also too, uh, the the kind of more sinister takeaway on these couple episodes is like they notice is like Endeavor. This is like the second time you've been targeted in two weeks. So mm-hmm. and that's when Endeavor remembers back to the glass guy that they captured like in the like a few episodes ago when he was like this guy's you know he's basically saying Endeavor is the darkness and whenever wherever he goes death will you know basically just saying that he he. He, the, the the darkness is always coming towards his light. His light's going to be the one that kills us all. So Endeavor's like, oh shit, you know, what's going on? And then I think in turn he tells um he tells his family he's like, look, we're I'm gonna we're gonna get us a new house. We're gonna have, everybody's gonna live together. We're gonna get your mom out of the hospital. Basically, just starts coming up with the grandiose plan of getting the band back together, the family, as it were. Yeah, he basically wants to ensure them their happiness, even if they have to live like you know happily without him. He doesn't. Yep, because because he he decides to stay by himself because he's going to get them a new house, so they're out of harm's way is kind of the big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, then... and then, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say this. Going into this next episode, man, this one is another big kind of bombshell reveal episode. Yeah, I think this is probably my favorite episode of the season, even though there's not much action going on here. Um. Just Any the, episode with Aizawa, I'm fucking in. Yeah, just the serious tone here. Um, but basically, yeah, and you the, see, and you you see some real emotion out of Aizawa. This is probably the most emotional we've ever seen him in this show. Yeah, and uh, basically, we pick up Class One A's back for their third semester. Um, yep, yep. Which would usually, I I figured this would just be the second semester, but you know, they're back for the new year. Winter breaks. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how school works in yeah. other countries. I don't know how it school... works better than ours. That's all I know. <laughs> That's right. I don't know how school works in superhero Japan, but uh, right. The kids are back to school, but Aizawa and present Mike are basically summoned to Tartarus prison, where you know, all for one. Or wait, did I said that uh, all for one. Yeah, all, all I for got one. it right that time. Let's go. 
Alright, but all for one's that. And basically, Sukauchi and Gran Torino uh, summon those two. Uh, and basically, well, they've learned Well, because there's someone else there, too. They've, uh, Kurigiri. Yeah, they got Kur- um, Which they've had Kurigiri yeah. for a while now, since, like... Yeah, because uh, Gran Torino and, uh, the detective... Yeah, I'm trying to actually, think... Actually, uh... I'm trying to think of him. when... They captured him at... It they captured him while the, um, while the... While the students were fighting the Shahakasakakatakai. I thought they captured him before that. Nope, it was all happening at the same time, because Gran Torino was... Gran Torino was there with the detectives going after the the villains while everybody else was um, invading the high Shikaka Shikai. Shikai. Yeah, so they got Kurogiri, and basically they learn that like Kurogiri is actually a Nomu, and they learn that Nomus are actually created using like like they use like a base um, mm-hmm. of like uh, basically like, a dead body's powers, um, mm-hmm. and. How they figured this out is actually the the Nomu that Endeavor defeated towards the end of season four was actually yep. like a like a an underground like cage fighter or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they like discovered that like the Nomu had like his some of his powers and some of his like actual personality. And basically, yep. Kurogiri has been created using the corpse of present Mike and Aizawa's old school friend Oburo yeah. Shirakumo. Um, basically, these three were like. They were like the the trio back in the day, uh, back in class A two, at uh, yep. UA High, of course, and um, basically and they had like these great, like grandiose plans. You know, let's start our own hero agency, like the three of us, man. And like they had, like you know, they're they're best friends, thick and thin, fucking ride or die, NWO for life. But like the very next day that they have that conversation, he dies in a. And I want to say, like, in a work-study mission or something like that, or an internship mission. Yeah, it's um, like Shirakumo and Aizawa are, like, doing a work-study, and, like, it was, like, a collapsing building, and he just, he, like, slipped up and just got killed from the fall. And so, yeah. like, I obviously, like, it's it, it's clearly, like, caused, like, some emotional damage to Aizawa and present Mike, because obviously they were best friends, but, like, Aizawa, like, he died right in front of him, like, yeah. the blood was all over him, like... And um, basically, they're trying to. Obviously, they're trying to get information off Kuragiri, but like they're trying to like awaken Oboro's memory inside of him because yep. Nomu retained some of their former personalities. Um, yep, and you also learn that Aizawa got his goggles from him. Yeah, it, it's a. Uh, it's kind of a, like an emotional scene for Aizawa and Present Mike. Oh, dude, it's so hard because like, well, even when they're pulling up, because like. They pull Aizawa out of school, and, like, while they're on their way there, the present Mike is, like, sweating. Because, like, I guess present Mike found out about it over the phone, and they didn't tell Aizawa until they got there. Yeah. So, like, present is, Mike was sweating it. Yeah, this isn't our typical present Mike who's just announcing, like, what quirks do. Like, he is he's oh, not yeah. talking all upbeat or anything. Um, but basically, like, Aizawa, like... He's using his quirk to try and see if that'll help. The like the mist over Kurigiri isn't really going away, but he starts to bring up some of like their old like school day like stories and mm-hmm. like like how like their friendship and all this stuff. Um, and then Kurogiri starts to kind of like almost short circuit in a way. Um, yep. Like you can tell. Whatever... But I, I love the before we get into that, I love the scene here where like they're like the the everybody's like if you guys can't get through to him, we're gonna tell his family. And Aizawa's like, don't you. F- fucking dare tell this guy's family about this mess about what's happening here don't do it 
yeah, about what he's like become. Like obviously he didn't choose yep. to become this. It's just what the League of Villains has done to his body. Um, yeah, like yeah, this this like part Izawa, got me, man. Oh, this, Izawa, part, this part was real hard to. Yeah, and like guys, I was crying the entire time. Um, you got like the goggles pressed up against the wall, like you know. Like saying that, like how, like he's a teacher now, like you know, it's just like, or how him and uh, present Mike are teachers. You know, I'm strict with my students. Like, you know, he's just like he's just really saying that he's become everything that you wanted him to be, and like he's just trying to elicit some kind of response out of him. And Cody, he finally gets one. Yeah, we get to see like Shirakumo start to like almost come out of like Kurogiri's like aura. Uh... Yeah, and basically the only thing he can say is hospital. It's like because they're like. <clears throat> Where did they like do this like um, experimentation on you? And all I can say is mm-hmm. hospital. And then he like kind of yep. goes back to Kurogiri and like e- even like uh, Aizawa like reflects as like Kurogiri is like I'm I'm here to protect Tomura Shigaraki and he's like yeah yep like Shirakumo used to like always protect like he says like there was a stray cat and he like rushed it away and Shirakumo like would take the cat in and like yep. that was like his new best buddy like he would always look out. Um, for anybody in need. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely an emotional scene here uh, for our boy Aizawa. Never want to see the the good boys cry. Uh, exactly. Because Deku cries but, every fucking episode, so it doesn't mean anything. That's right. But <laughs> <laughs> you you got you got to be in a real bad spot to watch Aizawa cry. But that's all right. It's you know, President Mike took him home and tucked a homie in, so it was great. But so Cody, we got we got the word hospital. That's where that's the yep. root of this thing. So we cut to the next scene in Cody, and we see uh believe it or not, this is a familiar face. If you go all the way back to the very first episode where we find out that Deku does not have a quirk, this doctor right here that's doing God knows fucking what to Shigaraki. Oh, that's the same doctor? Same doctor, sir. What? I did not know that. That is news to me. You're talking about Dr. Ujiriko or Ujiko? Yeah. Okay, carry on. I'm listening. Yeah, so that's that's the guy. That's the guy at the hospital. He is doing something to Shigaraki here. And the episode ends with, like, Shigaraki's, like, on this thing with this giant tube in his gut, and he's just getting shocked to shit. Yeah, and I think yeah. this is unless, where... I... Unless there's two doctors that are short, fat, with that looking <laughs> like Dr. Robotnik, it's the same doctor, sir. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Now I want to kind of mm-hmm. go back and look at the first season. But yeah. this is also the, like when we start to get uh, like a more censored version of the show because apparently this gets a pretty like gruesome in the in, or in the uh, in the manga. From, like, yes, from this doctor scene going forward to the end of this season. Yeah, because now we're gonna this we're, we're gonna time travel a little bit here. We're going back to October, a couple months ago. This is right after. You know, or maybe not right after, but soon enough after the um, the Shiei Hasaikai. I did it. Fucking did it. Um, after that whole thing went down, uh, after they had their revenge on Overhaul, um, I want to say that the League of Villains is... Um, what are they trying to do there? Uh, they're kind of regrouping here. Um, and we... I'm trying to word it right, because they get... They're they're attacked by all for ones, um, basically his his loyal servants, his I don't know, his his, his I don't know what the right word for it. I just know his name is Gigantomachia. Oh um, yeah. This is which, basically the guy that is his whole purpose is to make sure that Shigaraki is worthy of being all for one's successor. Which correct me if I'm wrong, we saw um 
Machia. Yeah, we saw this guy when when Kuragiri was captured. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Okay. See, I thought Machia got captured, and I don't know why I thought that. Maybe I'm just... Mm -hmm. Maybe they tried to capture him, and they failed. I feel like that's what happened. I could be wrong, though. Um, But, but yeah, we get introduced to Gigantomachia once again, and basically... I might be jumping a little bit too far ahead. No, no. No, well, well, doc, well, the doctor and all for one are basically like, they they basically wake him up and they're um, or they they basically wake him up to basically challenge Todoroki, uh, not Todoroki, uh, Shigaraki. Yeah, and so like, I want to say it's Shigaraki, it's Toga twice, and uh, Compress, Compress, and Dob- Dobby and. What's the other guy's name, Chris? Spinner? Is it Spinner? Spinner, yeah. But, ev- but eventually, like, they all get, like, this... I don't know how to describe that quirk. But it's the same quirk that All for One used. And it mm. basically teleports all of them back to, like, the doctor's lab. Yep. And this is Dr. Ujiko. And he basically mm. is like, hey, Shigaraki, like, if you want all this power that All for One has left for you, like, you have to get... Gigantomachia to succumb to you, or like yep. you have to beat him, basically. But um, he he basically has to accept him as the successor because like Giganto Mechahubawapa just is like basically kind of like fuck this guy, like this guy is not worthy, this guy isn't he's not. I don't want to call him master. Yeah, I only listen to all for one, and so basically yep. he sends back five of them, and then Dobby's like, hey, I don't want no part of that. I hey, how about keep... fuck that? He's like, I want to keep working with like my inside scoop, which now we know to be Hawks. Yep. Um, and basically, and then also, so like he sends those five back to fight Gigantomachia, and Ujiko is like, "Hey, Dobby, I want your help to test out a high-end Nomu." Um, which I, I I'm assuming here, which I'm pretty sure is correct. This high-end Nomu is the one that gets released to fight Endeavor at the end of season four. Possibly. Yes. That's, yes. That's what I believe because this takes place before Christmas break. This takes place in October, yep. like you said. Yep. Um. So while all that's going on. Basically, for the next month and a half, the League of Villains have been fighting Gigantomachia, like, in shifts. Um, I also even want to say that, like, this is around the time that, like, the second movie is supposed to have taken place. Really? Okay. Yeah. That's probably a fair assessment. Although, isn't Hawks in the second movie a little bit? Yes. Um, Either way, uh, I think that is the, the... the same Nomu that fights Endeavor and Hawks at the end of season four, I believe. Um, but basically, they've made no progress after a month and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm trying to remember what else happens. Oh, Twice gets a call from Giren, which when yeah, they... the, the basically the broker, the guy that basically put the le- introduced the, everybody in the league to Shigaraki. Yeah, kind of gave Twice like his. A second chance, like a like a new lease on life. Um, which I forgot yep. his name, but yeah, he is the broker. Oh yeah, his name is like Bubble Goose or something stupid. Yeah, but he's B- ba- Bubba Gubba Gooba, whatever. It's <laughs> but he's basically being captured and tortured by Reed. That's Desh. the most fucked up thing. I, why can't I like learn his name? But it's like <laughs> it's like it's, it's like Bubba Gubba Bubba Gump. I'm calling him Bubba Gump. You talking about twice his full name? Twice, yeah. Oh, dude, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I couldn't say that if I was sober. Uh, I'm letting you know that now. <laughs> um, but basically, they find out that. Um, the Giren has been captured and he's being tortured by Reed Destro. Destro. Yes, the leader, the current leader of the Meta Liberation Army. We've now, heard that name already, Cody. Obviously, we know Destro wrote that book that uh, mm-hmm. 
that Hawks used to kind of pass the code around to Endeavor and the boys. Um, yep. And this is his son, I believe? I don't know if it's his son, but I know it's basically the successor. It sure they, makes um, it seem like his son, although he's got a much bigger nose, Chris. This well, guy. I want to say that Destro is, like, way older. Like, like this guy, I think, was... was um, I, I think this Redestro was somebody else's kid, but he was the one who, like, um, like basically was the one who wanted to carry on the cause. Okay. So oh, you know, no, because he's no, because he's the president of the uh, this company, the the um, Detronet or uh, Detnaret. Um, yeah, some the, company. Uh, yeah, that this big company that we've heard about a couple times in this season. Um, he's the descendant of Destro, not son, but because because uh, they mentioned later on that Destro is like hundreds, like this was like years ago that okay. this happened. That he was starting this whole metal yeah. liberation. All I know is Redestro has the biggest nose, Chris. This guy's oh, dude, it is fucking. This thing is like a Sam, fucking. Put him on the cover of a Fruit Loops box. Like That's he's right. just something else, and he is the corniest villain. Uh, of all. Um, but basically, he invites the League of Villains to Daika City, which we've also heard about, and that's where we saw um, Shigaraki come out of the ruins. Mm-hmm. And basically... But also, too, they mentioned that they've basically been cutting off Giren's fingers and, like, spreading them around everywhere. Yeah, they've been, like, finding... And they've put, been putting them in, like, certain spots, like, where mm-hmm. All Might and One for All, or and All for One had their fight, like, yep. all the different spots where the League of Villains have been at. Mm-hmm. Um... Which I guess to kind of like almost frame them in a way and then kind of threaten that they're going to kill their broker. Um, So Shigaraki like accepts and he's basically like, this is fucking kill him. We should mention that like Gigantomachia is like asleep at this moment. Hibernating. Yeah. Um, They've basically tuckered the old guy out, but they haven't (laughs) even come close to beating him. Yeah. But they're like, well, he's going to follow Shigaraki anywhere he goes. So they're going to go to Deka City take on this meta liberation army fight them yeah, and be, then... because they say he's got like he, he'll be awake in like four hours or something like that yeah and then gigantomachia will know where shigaraki is come there and like you know he'll help take care of the problem and then maybe yep. that'll weaken him enough so that the league of villains can defeat him or get him to succumb yep. to their will um and also but... too i want to say right here we also um we get us a, a couple lines towards Shigaraki from the doctor asking about, hey, how, how's your father? How's, like, everything? Because um, I want to say the next episode coming up is we get some serious, like, twice and some Shigaraki backstory here. Um, I think you might be one ahead. Okay. But you're close. Just, uh, they, basically, but... they basically said that they're going to, they're heading over to Deka City and they're going to just fuck some stuff up. Because I think this first one is where we get more of Toga's backstory. I think it's Toga. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think and it goes they, Toga they show twice. Up in Deka City. I think it's Toga twice. Toga. I say Toga, and then twice the character twice, not not Toga yes. two times, and then we get to the Shigaraki. Um, but either way, they basically get to Deka City. Um, they're surrounded by these. You know, they got a hundred. What they say, a hundred and sixteen thousand. Yep. Undercover. And people. This is the episode where we get some of the backstory about the Metal Liberation Army and Destro and all that good stuff. So. Yeah, not only that, we also get Toga, like, we get some of her backstory, which is, yep. honestly, it's kind of underwhelming backstory. I kind of expected a little bit more. Um, but she's fighting against Curious, who is the blue girl. Um, yeah. The girl Osmosis Jones of the series. And um, 
Chris, she is getting her ass beat. Dude, she gets the fucking hard bop. And some of these villains are okay. Like, you've got the one who can basically, like, incite. Basically, you, like, fucking buff everybody to make them follow him. Um, you have the ice guy who's pretty okay. He's kind of an ice climber, throwaway, fuck all. Chris, you're being nice. These villains I suck. am. These I'm villains being suck very, ass. very nice. Let's be honest. Um, but there's a lot of them, so they they can kind of outpower some of our League of Villains characters. And this yep. is basically, I want to say this is the My Villain Academia episode. I know that's this one. is, yes. This is where the show kind of shifts to that. Like It's almost like instead of seeing Bakugo, Deku, and Todoroki grow, we're watching our our villains grow. Um, because yeah. like we get to see some of um, Toga's like, backstory where she's like, drank the blood of, like, one of her classmates in school. Mm-hmm. And, like, Curious is trying to, like, interview her. Um, basically, Toga and, like, they they kind of go back and forth. Toga's basically getting the shit kicked out of her. Um, and as, like, a last-ditch effort, she drinks the blood of Ochako. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we kind of get to see her. Obviously, she, like, takes the form of Ochako. And then, um, so just to get away from these people. Yeah, and we get to kind of see her quirk evolve at this point because mm-hmm. eventually she can she's able to like use zero gravity, which is like new to her, obviously. Yeah, but Chris, we get so it's, uh, it sounds like she can start using the quirks of anybody whose blood she drinks, which is huge. Dude, we get like my favorite scene where she touches all of them and they all start floating, and I'm like, please yep. just put your hands together and like just let all these people just fall and just explode. And it actually mm-hmm. happened. I was like, holy shit. Sweet. I was like, that is probably, uh, like, I imagine the manga was way more gruesome during this scene. But I was yeah. like, hell yes. Like, this is what we wanted to see. Like, no bullshit where, like, because the girl Curious can, like, she can make bombs out of anything. Yep. Or something well, like she that. She fucking splats. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I thought for sure she was going to, like, make a bomb and, like, protect herself somehow. No. No, they all just... Nope. Splat, rain, fucking, rain, blood, and fucking then, street pizza. All dude, of it. I was so happy. I was like, I, I was clapping. Like, I, I just couldn't believe they actually like showed something like this, like brutal. I was like, awesome. Well, dude, it keeps getting better because uh, next up to see the the next evolution we see is uh, is Shigaraki, and the only gripe here is the scene. Because you know he he goes through some mental things. You know he can only see fractured images. You know we're 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 kind of building into his backstory. Mm-hmm. But and we should also he, mention he that has, he's like super tired from fighting. Uh, oh yeah, he's fucking Machia, white. Like non-stop. and they've got like an hour and a half left before Homeboy's gonna wake up. Mm-hmm. And he like he he starts kind of having these inner monologues, and he starts uh he he all he can see is like fractured images of everything. But he kind of has this uh he gets this moment of clarity. Cody, and uh, the scene in the in the anime is okay, but in the manga it is just like holy shit. When not only he not only does the person he's touching decay, it spreads to everybody else. That 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 thing is touching, right? Yes. And basically, Shigaraki at this point he's like, okay, there's this big tower. All these people are protecting this. This must be where like the leader of the Meta Liberation Army is. So he like starts to make his way towards that and then like a big crowd of these like court like heroes i guess is what they technically they're basically members of the member the yep. meta liberation army excuse me but also too uh after shigaraki starts murking people dobby's like all right i guess i can get behind this and he starts fighting uh 
uh, Gaten or whatever, the, the ice guy. Yeah, yeah. The lame ice guy, yeah. He's there as mm-hmm. well. But to- exactly. Shigaraki hitting the group of people and they all just decay and like explode into nothingness. That that was mm-hmm. mm, primo anime right there. Um, but yeah, Dobby fights Iceman. He's like a shitty version of like Todoroki's right side. Yeah, exactly. Not much to say here. Um, but then we get to see t- our boy twice. Um, yes. Twice, obviously, he finds Toga, who's pretty much beat yeah. to shit. And- and they're like they're like close, man. Like I don't think they're a thing, but like they they're they're like they're like chill with each other, right? Like I don't know. Like I, I think they're both just so fucking psychopathic and crazy that they're just like best friends. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, he's definitely looking out for. Um, yeah, but there's also another one of the villains. I say, oh, villains. it's all it's all it's our fucking uh, it's our fucking dime store Azawa Azawa, our man skeptic. Oh yeah, skeptic. That's his name, dude. I yeah, couldn't fuck think of this it. guy. Um, but he's got, like, puppets that are, like, they look like Twice, like his human form. Obviously, we oh, know boy. about Twice's backstory where, like, he almost, yeah. like, lost control of himself. Um, oh, yeah, because his ability, he can make inanimate objects into puppets. Like, basically, he can turn, like, shit that's the size of people into people, like refrigerators and shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, like, Skeptic's puppets... Excuse me, Skeptic's puppets, that's hard to say. Um, they're... They look like twice Put as... Put a couple drinks in, huh? Yeah. They look like twice as human form, and they're, like, about to snap Toga's neck. Like, mm-hmm. get a killer, and obviously he's being pissed off. So then he, like, just releases thousands of doubles of yeah. himself. Well, um, dude, yeah, because it goes into the next... That's in the next episode here. And, like, they break both of his arms, because like, they, they're holding him down while mm-hmm. they're getting ready to do it. And, yeah. Oh, boy. Dude, I thought twice was going to die here, honestly. I was like, oh, I was no. like is twice going to die? Because when they broke his arms, I'm like... What the fuck does he do now? Oh, this now? is it. But no. No, sir. He releases sir. the He's... sad man's parade, Chris. Fucking infinite doubles. Like, that's, like, twice, like, because for, for the longest time, twice could only make two of anything. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, hence the name twice. But, oh, no. He definitely makes an army that can match the one that they're fighting. Oh, yeah. This isn't just your deep sea double at rallies. This is... No. <laughs> deep sea double. Get the fuck out of here. Well done. We have rallies around here. I love it. Oh man, Chris, I'm so glad you know about that. I don't like fish sandwiches, oh, but uh, we can talk <laughs> about deep sea doubles. Deep sea double, dude. <laughs> it's basically just a, a double fish fillet uh, for anybody listening. Dude, that would be that would be like the name of my like ultimate superhero move <laughs> if I had a quirk. The deep sea double. Uh, it's so good. Um, but yeah, he he goes ham here, unleashes his sad man's parade. Well, because like he makes doubles, and now his doubles can make doubles, and then his doubles can make doubles of you know what I mean. Like it just he oh. is basically like multiple man from the X Men at this point. And uh, we've seen twice his backstory before. Basically, he was down down on his luck. The only friend he had was a clone of himself. He started making more, and they started doing crimes like real petty shit. And then something happened, and they all had to, like, kill each other, and he doesn't know if he's the real one. Mm-hmm. And that kind of made him, like, he doesn't know, so, like, he can't control his power without his hood on, or without a hood on. So, like, he, I don't know. But now I, I feel like he's able to control his power a lot more, clearly. Yeah, like, it, it, we kind of get a moment with each one of the League of Villains members where they kind of mm-hmm. evolve. Almost like how we saw, you know, Deku, Shoto, and Bakugo evolve. Um, yep. But yeah, this kind of turns things like where the league has kind of got the the upper hand here. Um, and then we see our boy Doctor Ujiko uh, kind of yep. calls upon 
Gigantomachia, um, telling mm-hmm. him to protect all for one successor. Um, yep. And they're all making their way towards this big tower, which is where Redestro's at. Um, yep. But also, by the way, um, while that's going on, they're all making their way to that tower, but, like, the ice guy, Geaton, like, he fucking, I'll say this, he annihilates a lot of uh, the Twice army. Yeah. Like, he has this big moment where he's just like, because oh, the vibe I get is this guy's probably the most powerful of this group. Yeah, but he still sucks. I'm going to be honest. With yeah, he's... He, <laughs> yes. He beats a bunch of filler filler Twice members, while Twice yep. is, like, making copies of... Uh, Shigaraki and everybody. Because yeah, they, they, get, get, up, they get up in the uh, tower at this point. Well, he's also making, like, copies of Toga to, like, try and give her, like, a blood transfusion. Like, he's, like, mm-hmm. obviously very much cares about Toga and pretty much is the reason she <laughs> yep. survives this whole thing. Yep, um, absolutely. But eventually they reach uh, Redestro's tower, trying to rest Giren. They got Twice doubles. They got Shigaraki there, who's also making... Like, Twice is also, at this point, making doubles of, like... Dobby and Shigaraki. Shigaraki. He makes one of Shigaraki. Which, the Shigaraki one is the one that comes in kind of clutch here. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, we see we get to see Redestro's power here, which is, I don't fucking know. He turns his arm big and hits. He yeah. can turn himself big. Or it put like called, a, a stress. Yeah, it's called stress, but it's like, I can turn into the big dumb guy. Like, yeah, I can, I can turn into big dumb guy. Like, exactly. Oh, he can control his stress, his power. I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. But then he just turns into the big dumb guy. And I'm like... Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Like, all right, whatever. Um, but, but he's not a pushover. He's he he's definitely strong. He there's a reason he's the leader of this band of fucking miscreants. But yeah, and him and like Shigaraki, you said, Shigaraki comes in clutch here. Yeah, they kind of have a face off, and like the Shigaraki clone, honestly, is what really, really turns this thing around. Uh, yep. Because Shigaraki's like, if I was me, I would touch this tower and like disintegrate it, basically. Then we see the yep. shin- the the clone of him that twice made brings down. Kind of look down at. Well, he looked. Well, the clone looks down at the real one. Mm-hmm. And no, like no, no. Shigaraki's like, all see, I needed to see was the guy look at me. I thought it was the real one looking down at the clone, but no, the real one was down. Da- the real one was still down there. The clone was what was up in the. Uh, okay. The clone was what was up in the tower. Because okay. um, when they all came pouring out of the elevator, uh, twice made a clone of Shigaraki, and Shigaraki said it, the clone, like when the clone was hanging out of the window after Destro cleared it, um, Shigaraki was like, "Oh yeah, that's what I would do." And then he goes over and touches the base of the tower, and okay, I had those two mixed up. Obviously, they look. Oh, oh that's what I mean. Shit, there's there's hundreds of everybody, and like twice um, is able to save Giren, um, <clears throat> and then we kind of get the face off between. Uh, Shigaraki and Redestro. Um, mm-hmm. which, oh, yeah. Kind of going into the next episode, Redestro's kind of beaten Shigaraki's ass using his stress ability, um, yep. aka Big Dumb Guy. Um, but fortunately for us, Chris, that causes Shigaraki to have some flashbacks. And... Yes, indeed. And boy, we find out this. You, you feel bad for Shigaraki here, dude. You feel real bad for him. Yeah, these are probably two of my favorite flashback episodes in the entire show. Yeah. Um, but, so, we get like, to see... Basically, just kind of find out he killed his whole fucking family. Yeah, obviously he was Tenko Shimura, which yep. is the... He's the grandson of Nana Shimura, who was All Might's yep. teacher. Yep, All Might's teacher. All Might's, yeah. Um, And basically, like, his dad, or her son, however you want to look at it... um. He was pretty. Uh, he was a very harsh father. Uh, kind of gave me some. Oh, vibe, yeah. Gave me some endeavor vibes a little bit. 
Um, yes. And, like, you see how close he was with his sister. Um, and, like, uh, basically, <clears throat> I can't remember what causes his dad to snap the, the one time, but I'm trying to remember what it was. It's, like, his dad's, like, I, don't, I can't remember why he was so, like, I, I don't know what the word is, like, butthurt. Uh about heroes yeah. and stuff like that. Um, but he basically wanted them to never talk about heroes as the heroes do nothing but hurt their own family. So he's kind of like, obviously, like, we find out that Kataro uh, Shimura, Nana Shimura's yeah. son, like, she left him behind, basically, because she had to go, she, like, left a note behind, like, saying she had to go on, like, some, like, tough mission or something like that. Yep. Basically... Um, I'm not I'm not coming home for dinner kind of thing. Yeah, and so he kind of holds this grudge over heroes and yeah. um basically Tenko Shimura um later to be known as Tamura Shigaraki uh, is like he's kind of like likes the heroes but like he is his father's obviously shooting that all that shit down. Mhm. And basically like when like Tenko is like very saddened by this like he's like clearly upset and then this is where he starts to get like his little like scratch in his neck type thing yep all this stuff like his quirk starts to manifest and he's like sitting there with his dog and he's like hugging his dog and he's crying and then of course chris his quirk has to manifest like right then oh no just, just melts fucking puppers just melts the pup and then like his sister comes out and he's like he's like itching so bad he can't even talk and he's like running after his sister like to, to mm-hmm. just to get some help like he's not trying to hurt her Mm-hmm. But he, like, touches his sister, and then his sister just fucking disintegrates. Like, the poor kid is just having the worst day ever. Like, Dude. And then, dude. like... And it only gets worse. Then he just fucking murks the whole family. Yeah. Uh, he didn't care so much about the dad. It was everybody else that hurt. Yeah, like, grandma and grandpa are chalked. Mom, see you later. And then, this is where it gets real sad. Like, he's wandering through the streets... Cody. Meanwhile, these flashbacks are happening. Him, him, and him and Reed Destro are fucking going to town. Um, yeah, he's getting his cheeks but, clapped, though. <laughs> yeah, he's getting the shit beat out of him. But we should have mentioned that his dad hits him one more time with a nice fucking like lead pipe to the face before he fucking. Oh yeah. Mercs him too, but go ahead. Yeah. But then, um, so he's kind of wandering the streets alone, like covered in blood, and no one stops to help him. Nobody. So like. But the person who we all know now, we well, we know at this point, the person who does come to help him is uh, all for one. And then we see Cody, That's he takes him back to the doctor, and the fucking hands that he wears are like his family and like his first victims. Because we see after he gets with all for one, he gets beat up by some fucking punks. And then like all for one's like, well, what are you going to do about it? Yep. And, of course, Shigaraki goes and fucking kills him after he puts, like, the hands of his family, like, all over his face because, like, the hands, like, calm him down. Yeah, it's like his his mom, his dad, his grandma and grandpa's hands. Super fucked yeah. up, but, like, yeah. I guess it helps calm him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it helps him see clear or something like that. It helps, like, the fractured images or something. Um, But, yeah, so he mercs these guys, and... Then the the victims, those two victims, become another set of hands on, on in his little fucking in thing his, in his arsenal of hands on his face <laughs> in and his arsenal. Yeah. Um. But then he like flashback to the present. 
Uh, Shigaraki he kind of goes ham, unleashes like the full power of his quirk. We see like um, Redestro like smacking Shigaraki around, and these hands are breaking. Like there's only like I want to mm-hmm. say there's only like one left at this point. Um, yep. But then he like unleashes some crazy power, like like dude. And at this point, like Redestro has like this giant like mech suit on, and Shigaraki just. Doesn't matter. Anything he touches is getting fucking disintegrated. Oh, what's it called? Fucking cl- Clostero or something. Fucking Gundam style. Yeah, just some corny fucking Zoids robot type shit yeah, that he right, puts himself but, in. Uh, no that match. That shit, Shigaraki just... Yeah, and we, we see that, like, Redestro has to cut off his own feet just to even, like, survive the attack. Yeah. So some crazy shit. Um, and then... But he, uh... Well, no, yeah, go ahead. Basically, Shigaraki, um... He wins this fight. Redestro basically declares that, like, hey, you're gonna be. Well, our... And he even and he even says he's like, you're right. I came picking for. I came picking a fight and I lost. Yeah, like you're gonna be our new leader. You're gonna lead the yep. Meta Liberation Army. We're gonna follow you. Yep. Um, and even like Gigantomachia, who's just now showing up, mm-hmm. he sees Shigaraki in like this new form, and he's basically like, all right, he's he's the We're successor. Good. Like, yep. I can follow this guy. And over like, the... and then it cuts to a week later. After all that, yeah, one week later, um, the liberate the Meta Liberation Army comes up with like a quick cover up for what happened at Deca City. Um, yep, you know, just some you gotta love the political cover up. Just some total bullshit. And uh, Shigaraki's like, "Hey, you're uh, like Redestro. You're like you're like the owner of this whatever. What's the company called, dude? The uh, Dynet Dynanet or some shit like he's that. He's like, you're rich, so you can build us a new head, a new headquarters. Because, like, the exactly. League of Villains have been living from, like... Paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, yeah they've been living in the fucking alleys and shit. Dude, yeah, League of Villains been donating plasma to get by. <laughs> and so the League of Villains and the Metal Liberation Army all merge to form the Paranormal Liberation Front. Yeah, which... there it is. Ghostbusters! Mm-hmm. I mean, as corny as the League of Villains sounds, that is just even worse. Um, but mm-hmm. th- maybe that's just my opinion. Um, no, it, it's definitely cor- it's corny, but it's it's bigger. I get it. And then uh, you do get kind of another funny moment here, where like twice is like mourning the death of Toga, and she's like, "Dude, I'm right here." Yeah, like, I'm it was alive. literally one of your fucking doubles that you made. Yeah. Um, and basically, uh, Shigaraki is appointed like all of his guys from the League of Villains to be his generals, and then a couple of the people from the Meta Liberation Army, like... Um, yeah, so basically the, the politician guy and Geetin, I think. Yeah. And then, um, what do we call him? Dime Store Aizawa? He's one of them, too, I think. Oh, yeah, well, fucking uh, Skeptic. Yeah. Um, and then Dr. Ujiko offers, like, Shigaraki, like, th- this ultimate power. Um, yep. So he's proving himself. You're ready to receive it. Are you? Do you want it? Yeah, yeah. Because like obviously he's he's gotten um, fuck. What's the big giant Gigantomachia to like succumb yeah. to him basically and like acknowledge him as the successor. Whew, yep, that was a lot there. All right, that was. And of course, while that's happening, like Hawks is in the crowd watching this shit happen. So it's like, oh no. Yeah, this like, is this is like his worst nightmare. Like, yeah, because this is still this is still leading up to everything. This is basically everything that happened, bringing us to the beginning of season five. Yeah, and like Hawks has like learned quite a bit about the League of Villains and like this, the whole. But the, oh yeah, also too, this is where we see uh, we get the thing where, where Hawks shows Best Genus's body in the duffel bag to Dobby. 
Yeah, which is, like, obviously I'm going to assume that that's not the real best genus, but, mm-hmm. you know, it seems like it's fooled the it's fooled Dobby and, and the villains for now, at least. Yeah. Well, Bo- well Dobby even says that, you know what, because even Dobby's, like, skeptical. Like, even if that's not the real one, you've clearly killed somebody, so that's good enough for me. Yep. And then, um, then we see Ujiko, Dr. Ujiko, uh, begin performing, like, these crazy experiments once again on Shigaraki that'll yep. give him, like, the powers to surpass all for one. Um, and then Chris... <laughs> We we end all the all the villain stuff. We go back to class one A, and everybody's showing off the new moves. Yeah, they're having their class training. Everybody's showing what they can do. Deku's using black whip to do stuff. Fucking Kirishima's got like fucking you know. Uh, well, Mina's got like her little acid like fucking coating where she's you know kind of she uh she basically got inspired by Kirishima, but she I forget what she calls it. Um, I think it's acid. Oh, uh, she has what's Ac- it called? Acid man. Acid man. Okay. Yeah, they're showing off the new moves. Kirishima, we we got that shift there between Kirishima and uh, uh, what's her name, Ashido? Yeah, I'm trying to remember her. Yeah, yeah, Mina Ashido. Yeah, because they were like they were like middle school friends together. Yeah, you know they're gonna. It's like King and Deanne, except in a good anime. Like we just exactly. we, we just want them to end up together. We got Ochako. She's got her new like little wire. Thing. Yep, and it's so funny because like, Sarah, the tape guy, is like, shit, y'all can do the same thing I can do. I feel like y'all are doing it better. Yeah, which I've seen like in the My Hero Reddit. Like, people are just like, okay, so when's Sarah just going to get killed because everybody just keeps taking his work? And like, exactly. Come on, Sarah. You got this, bro. Um, but yeah. Uh, Dude, he's going to learn double-sided tape. It'll be great. Yeah, and then we kind of flash forward, like, I want to say it's a couple months later um, mm-hmm. after they're all showing off the new moves. Um, all hero, of course, students, like, they're still working under their work studies. Or their, mm-hmm. Yeah, their work studies. And uh, basically, they're all summoned for, like, a big joint operation with the pros. Um, yep. And this is basically the, the war with the, the Paranormal Liberation Front is about to begin. And um, this is where we, we leave off, Chris. We, we, oh, we got a big showdown apparently about to happen here in, I guess, Season 6. Um, we'll just have yep. to... Stick around and find out. But that is My Hero Academia Season 5, Part 2. Yep. Um, Overall, another solid season. Um, again, like I've said before, the show does its best work when when we're when the X-Men are fighting Magneto, man. Like that's what I like to see. I need I love to see the villains. Like the danger room stuff is cool for an episode or two, but this is the stuff I want to see. I want to mm-hmm. see the heroes out doing hero shit doing, you know, fighting the bad guy, doing their poses, and then I want to see the bad guys really up to some no-good shit. Yeah, it's definitely super cool. We get to see, like, all the heroes, or most of the heroes, like, coming up with their new moves and learning new quirks, mm-hmm. and even the villains, we get to see them learning new moves and new quirks, except for you, Spinner. Um, yeah, fuck he, that guy. Fuck. He, he just, I feel like he's the one that, that's a safe death. Like, we can just yeah. kill him. No big yeah, deal. Yeah, I, I think I hope we'll get see, we'll get to see Stain again, which they meant they did mention Stain mm-hmm. um at the uh, at Tartarus prison. Um so maybe Stain will get out and just fucking kill him. That would be great. And just somebody just kill him. Like Yeah. Like he he is just I mentioned it before the podcast, Chris. He is the toad from the first X-Men movie. He is 100% toad from the first X-Men. He's movie. just a long tongue guy. <laughs> That's it. And Storm, he, he doesn't do shit. Maybe maybe even uh like I don't know, maybe, uh, is it Kamina who has the electric? Yeah, oh, maybe, Kaminari. Kaminari, yeah, maybe Kaminari can treat 
him like storm treated Toad in the first X Men movie. Yeah, just get him the fuck out of here. Just, just retire shot, his ass. Just Pikachu him straight to oblivion. Um, That's right, right across the Statue of Liberty. It'll be great. Fantastic, but. Yeah, that's uh, that is season five, Chris. I I don't think this is going to change my rankings. Yeah, it's going to stay exactly where it's on at on my hero, which I believe you have it at number two, and I think I have it at number mm-hmm. four. Let me double check real quick. Yeah, so I have it at number four under Death Note, Cowboy Bebop, and Castlevania, and you have it yep. just under Castlevania. Um, yep. Well, it's actually number three because Promise Neverland. Oh, no, yeah, because Promise Neverland. Oh man, because I moved Promise Neverland down, didn't I, to number mm-hmm. three. Yep, I went, yeah, Castlevania, My Hero, Promised Neverland. That's right. Yeah, you got to keep the consistent ones up at the top, you know. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, yeah, Promised Neverland had to punt that one, unfortunately. They but, did. They punted yeah. it through the bleachers, but this season, My Hero's still holding steady. Yeah, this season didn't do enough to go up in my list, but it didn't do anything wrong to go down, so. Yeah, it's, it's a nice tee-off for, I, I'm sure the next season's going to be nothing but gas. Yeah, the next season, it, it could be very well moving up towards the top spot on my list. Uh, yep. Oh, and also too, one thing we did forget to mention: we do have a small scene with Aerie in this half of the season where, like, her horn is starting to act up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like starting to itch so, or something like that. Yeah, it's like you can see it kind of sparking a little bit. So maybe, maybe my man Mirio is going to get his powers back eventually. That's all I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for Lem- the grand return of Lemillion. Man, I hope so, and I hope he just maybe that's when Spinner gets killed. Maybe just Lemillion oh, just shows up and just sends him to the void. Like just, just fucking just punches him like Deku in the first movie. Well, like I just want Lemillion to grab a villain and just go into the earth and then just like him pop, pop out back out with, without, by himself, and the villains just gone like because i know the the heroes are supposed to be nice guys but like, come on bro but get spinner out of here yeah just maybe get... like maybe spinner's a suicide bomber right and mirio <laughs> just throws him in the earth and just goes yeah no big deal problem solved um, exactly yeah that is it for my hero season five obviously yep. uh this coming week we're gonna be covering the the brand new movie which is my hero yep. world mission yep world oh, mission world, can't wait world heroes mission how dare i oh whatever forget the hero part um but chris that means we finally dude it's, we haven't had a poll in weeks i feel like seven deadly now sins it's back have ruined our polls because it showed up out of nowhere and nobody wanted it but we finally get Bastards. to nominate some things that we actually want and so we're going yes, back indeed. to our old nominations from i don't even know how many episodes ago but yes, a while ago. I nominated Trigun and Shaman King, and you nominated Dragon Quest, The Story of Dai, and Pacific Rim, The Black. Yep. Um, so those will be our next options. Obviously, if certain ones, like if Trigun wins, we're going to watch the Badlands Rumble movie. Um, yep. And then I want to say, so we'll do the My Hero movie, we'll do the winner of this yep. poll, mm-hmm. and whatever comes afterwards. And then I believe we're on to, is it Cowboy Bebop? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Because Cowboy Bebop live action should be out by the time that's all finished. Because I believe Cowboy Bebop comes out in November? Yep. Could be wrong. Yeah, it's right around the corner, like the first week of November. November 19th. So. Okay, so it's a couple weeks from now. So by the time we finish that, and any one of those shows will be ready to go right into it. Perfect. Yeah, because what's today? Today is Thursday. We'll do the 4th will be the movie. The 11th yep. will be whatever. The 18th will be the season 2 of that. And then... Yep. Boom, the bam. 25th, we'll be covering probably just the first five episodes, I imagine, because I think yep. they're going to be like hour-long episodes. Yeah, that's so, absolutely fine. Yeah, so we'll break it down kind of like how we did Helsing Ultimate. And uh, yep. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm also looking forward to 
you know, a, a new show being on the on the podcast, whether it be Trigun, whether it be Dragon mm-hmm. Quest, I, I'm in. I, I'm in, I'm all in. So if you guys want to vote on our poll, you can go to our Twitter page, which is just at Shonen and Suds. Drop us a follow mm-hmm. there, and be sure to participate in the votes because ultimately we just nominate things, and you guys decide what we get to watch. And uh, yep. Yeah, it's in your hands now, guys. But uh, highly suggest everybody go check out this new My Hero movie. Yeah, we're not saying we're not rigging the vote, though. We're not putting bullshit on the list anymore. No, no yeah, yeah, no. This, this is all stuff we're we... We're fully we, vetting everything before it goes on a poll. Yeah, we're not We're not nominating no... Uh, no, no more ca- Eden of the East. No more Cannon Busters. Yeah, Eden of the East, yeah. that was on me. Cannon Busters was on you. We both made... Yeah, I... You know, we're we're only human, Chris. We we live and learn, you know. And uh, but yeah, the guys, hard way. That's Chris. That's all I got for this episode. It's late. It's eleven oh seven, Chris. Yeah, indeed, it's it's a little after midnight. I'm gonna turn it into a pumpkin, but I'm so excited to see this movie tomorrow. Yeah, man, I I am too. I'm probably gonna go. I'm. I think I'm gonna go to the seven o'clock showing just so we can we can we can talk about it after. Compare we, notes. That's right. And then uh, we'll kind of just record a uh. I don't really know how we're going to do next week's episode. We're just going to talk about what we can remember from the movie. Yeah, it'll just be kind of a, a reaction podcast. Like, what did we think of it? Um, yeah. And also, I also think a week out that people will have seen the movie. People have downloaded it illegally at that point. So <laughs> I think enough people will have seen it to yeah, be we'll, like, okay. And we'll definitely throw a big fat, like, spoil spoilers yeah. ahead. Like, yeah. Turns out the heroes beat the bad guys. Surprise. Um, yeah, surprise. Spoiler <laughs> alert. But uh, yeah, guys, that's all I got for this week, Chris. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I am Cody I'm Snodgrass, spent. and I am Chris Adams, and I am spent. So thank you, as always, for listening on the midnight edition of Shonen and Suds, or whatever time you listen to it. You literally, this is recorded, so you can listen to it any time of day. Cody, you know, just follow follow Redestro to your favorite bowl of fruited circles. <laughs>